Oliver Dixon on SAFM. The Talking Point on SAFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It is 7 minutes after 10 a.m. Welcome. Good morning to uh, The Talking Point. My name is Oliver Dixon and I'm coming to you live all the way from Parktown for the South African Cities Network uh, Urban Fest. Just to give you a reminder what Urban Fest is, it's a global event that happens around October every single year uh, where cities and institutions that make up cities ask a very fundamental question. And that question is, how do we build better cities? How do we build more resilient cities? How do we build cities for the future? How do we build inclusive cities? Um, and I remember the first Urban Fest was in 2020. It was an online uh, event, as you would recall, COVID was happening. But those the people who care about our cities still made it happen nonetheless. And today it is in person. It's, there's a beautiful exhibition floor. Uh, where various institutions are exhibiting. Salga is here, Metro, Nelson Mandela Metropolitan Bay is here, Durban's here. Um, I haven't seen all the booths, so I'll do a walkabout a little later on. Um, and there's a beautiful conference floor where uh, speeches will be taking place, uh, different master classes, different panel discussions. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's really a fantastic event. If you'd like to follow what they're doing, uh, just just go on to South African Cities Network website. You can just Google it. It will pop up and just check out what they're doing over there. But we're going to start off this hour uh, by speaking uh, to the CEO of the South African Cities Network, uh, Sutole. Sutole, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Good morning. It. Good morning. Thank um, you. Yeah, uh, is this the first one that's in person? I remember twenty twenty, which I was the MC of, was mm. uh, was was online. Is this the first fully in person one? Yes, post the COVID. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so last year was hybrid, I, I recall. Last year was hybrid, um, and and obviously that was because we've had to respond to the protocols that yeah. were with COVID. I mean, it would have been irresponsible of us. Um, to to force you know in-person contact when the options are there for us to still continue uh, with discussions um, and sharing our difficulties and successes uh, with an option of, um, of of virtual. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's 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 why. Why is the urban fest important? Well, it's important for a, a number of reasons. Um, there's a global phenomena I think which we have been speaking about generally. Yeah migration of people right um, in south africa we know people are moving from rural areas uh, they are moving towards what we call urbanized areas and primarily for three reasons one there's a perception that there's a better life in cities um, two um, there's environmental factors Right. Yeah. Uh, I think climate change, I think, is really upon us now. No one can even deny that we've got climate um, um, uh, issues, uh, extreme floods, extreme droughts, forcing people out of their um, settings. Uh, the western part, for instance, of our country is becoming a desert, and it's forcing people out mm. um, uh, towards uh, the eastern part of the country, and in part searching for a better life. So. Those, those, those issues are driving people out of their um, uh, geographies into new geographies. And this is a global thing. It's not just a South African yeah. issue. And, and that's, that's, it's important then for us as practitioners in the municipal space 
to find ways um, of dealing with the impact of, 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 uh, of uh, migration. Uh, the more people you have, it means you have to increase your infrastructure for water services provision, for electricity provisioning, and generally food um, is, is, is an issue. So municipalities are seized with these things. So I know that the popular uh, conversations is about, especially lately, is about the politics, but there's also some real things, real issues that municipalities are focused on, and that's why we have to be celebrating it. Yeah, maybe let's start with one of those anecdotes that you that you spoke to the water infrastructure that that in Gauteng and Johannesburg in particular has become a contentious issue. Um, half of the water that ran water pumps to its clients is lost uh, to leakages. Right, so they pump mm. to city of Johannesburg, city of Kuruleni, Tswane, Emfuleni, um, Randwes, Mukhale City. Yeah. Half of it is just lost. Doesn't get to households. Doesn't get to businesses. Um, and half of it is not a small number. We're talking here about 2,000 megaliters. That's 2 billion liters of water lost every single day. City of Johannesburg tells us we need 23 billion rand to fix our water infrastructure. Um, money that we don't have. It's a lot of money. Um, how, are we having the right conversations then about where we get our money from, how we spend our money? Um, are there better ways and better technologies we can look to to optimize what we're spending our money on? Are those conversations happening in with the right players in the right ecosystem and the right language? Yeah. So this 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 issue that uh, 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 Gauteng, the Gauteng city region is facing water shortages is nothing new. Any anyone who's been listening to SAFM or SABC radio stations would have known that at some point there was an advert. I mean, as far back as when the late. Um, Professor Keda Asmal was the Minister of Water Affairs at that stage. There was an yeah. advert that, that was saying the next wars, you know, will be fought for water. For water. So we've now arrived at that point. Yeah. It's no longer just a theory. So this thing has been long coming. I think it's now exacerbated by extreme droughts. So the impact of climate change in certain areas. And of course, I agree in certain areas, it has been the inability of our own municipalities to manage water, or rather, not just municipalities, because the municipalities are really at the tail end of water management. Uh, our system is such that um, you've got the Department of Water Affairs that is responsible for the governance of water. Then you've got um, water boards, um, uh, all of them, the RAND water, all the boards that are responsible. The municipalities are responsible for the reticulation of water, right, from source into the household, from source into the business uh, area. And indeed, I mean, where municipalities do not have resources to maintain infrastructure, and um, maintaining includes, of course, I mean, uh, changing that infrastructure and modernizing it. If those things have not happened over the period, you get to a point where yeah. you are, where you get uh, those water losses. It's not just in water. It, it's, it's also in electricity reticulation. It's in our road transportation system it's basically the facet all facets or facets of life are basically experiencing the pressure mm. uh, that is there as a consequence of, of of our ability or not as a system and and i think what i want to 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 to, to warn against here is the tendency to apportion blame only at a municipal level yeah. when in fact all of this thing is systemic um as i have demonstrated utilizing water yeah um, 
in in the last hour one of one of our listeners uh, make made the remark it was trying to pontificate on the idea of uh, service delivery centers that will focus on service delivery instead of splitting it across uh, different uh, agencies that's to say uh, water is dealt by the municipality while uh, housing is dealt by the provincial government and all of those sort of things he are, he said we need a centralized uh, s- you know system for this and he proposes this idea of service delivery centers uh, that does service delivery and he says that also allows for the opportunity to professionalize service delivery um, that's true we need to professionalize service delivery do we have the professional capacity to be able to do that and in so doing also inject into our work the imagination of a city of the future a city that's resilient a city that's inclusive um, something tells me that we actually need to reimagine our governance structures. So in other words, we need to reimagine how local government functions, not just around water, but across the entire bouquet um, of various services um, that municipalities are responsible for, first and foremost. And I, I, I imagine that that will then create a framework, a framework that then takes into account the proposal that you are saying was made by one of your listeners, yeah. where we have service delivery centers. Unfortunately, I'm not aware what the real, what the actual proposal was in relation to service delivery centers. All I can say is that we don't only need a structure to deliver services. We also need a good system, the type of system that enables um, seamlessness between the various responsibilities because you do need um, the demarcation between those responsibilities as as is the case with water boards, as is the case with the responsibility of municipalities to reticulate. But there are instances, as is the case now in Gauteng, I think, um, that if there's no water that's coming from the water board, the municipality <laughs> is not going to be able yeah. to, to, to provide water. So so, so there's, a, there's, a, there's a need for that seamlessness between the various um, levels, between the various responsibilities, between all of us as society. You were asking earlier, do we have new technologies? And, and, and I think in addition to that, I could also say, do we have new attitudes, right? Um, because we have to utilize, um, uh, utilize water in this instance sparingly as a, as a way of example. Mm, There's mm. a debate currently taking place about South Africa having to be part and parcel of the world in which we have to utilize electricity or energy that is non-fossil uh, fuel generated, in other words, green. I can tell you now that is going to have a huge negative impact on the uh, financial and otherwise sustainability of an institution that's called a municipality. So, the, yeah. so part and parcel of the questions that we need to ask ourselves, which is also part and parcel of what this um, festival is seeking to do, is to find innovative ways of transitioning from fossil fuel-based type of energy into greener energy with, without having to destabilize the municipalities themselves because they yeah. will get destabilized if it's a big bang uh, type of an approach. In 2020, Urban Fest left me very optimistic. Um, one of the panel discussions that, that I facilitated was an opportunity where town planners, architects, and artists yeah. combined their thoughts, ideas, and efforts uh, around space optimization and resource optimization in ways that are uh, useful in urbanized areas. So, for instance, let's say if we if we think about building construction in such a way, and think about all the other things that makes up a good urban area, 
uh, this is what a good product looks like the inclusion of certain technologies mm. into the building environment um, you know so there were great ideas around uh, urban gardens for instance for mm. food food security and food independence and sustainability so a apartment block building can become food independent for instance uh, energy independent right. in one instance and those were some of the ideas coming out and these were young people doing these things some mm. of them were students um, and that left me optimistic is that the attitude you're speaking about but what are we doing to harness that creativity and that innovation what I can tell you is that since uh, 2020, um, I mean, those good stories, if I may call them that, or those good initiatives have ensued. Quite a number of them, they are on the increase. I don't think we have harnessed them as quickly as, 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 as we should have, but the initiatives are there. They're quite ins inspiring, but they are not at the scale that, 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 is, uh, that, that is required for the amount of demand for X amount of food, for instance, um, is, uh, that is required. So, so they are there. They, they do need to be harnessed. And at it, you know, you also are only able to do some of these things where you have a certain amount of stability, right? So I think at the moment we're going through turbulence as municipalities. Um, at, at an earlier stage, I possibly could have said we are in an emergency governance mode, but I, I really think that we've moved into now a mode of turbulence. The question yeah. is how long are we going to sustain being in a in turbulence until we are able to, 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 to cycle again? I think the changes that you see in municipal governance from a leadership point of view are, are, are quite disturbing. And, and, and so to start thinking that you're going to be able to harness in the context of that um, instability and in the context of that tabulation is quite difficult to imagine for now. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Uh, Sitole Mbanga, who is the CEO of the South African Cities Network. Um, what, what, what are you looking forward to most on the program today, over the next couple of days? Well, look, um, there's a masterclass that um, is, 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 is being provided, right? That's looking at uh, how it is that we have to be reimagining our municipalities, which is quite an interesting thing for me. And the um, people that are coming from outside of South Africa that are also part and parcel of that masterclass, um, the, tra the, 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 the just energy transition for me is yeah. also going to be a very interesting um, uh, 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 topic to look at and listen how other countries have managed to transition out of old systems and transitioned into newer systems. Yeah. And of course, this is all being live streamed. It is being live streamed, yeah. And yep. you can direct your listeners to the <laughs> SACities.net. SACities.net, that's the URL. You can go check them out on social media and you can watch all of this. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks. Let's Thanks take a quick much. break. On the other side of this, we speak to Deputy Minister of Cocta, Deputy Minister Ngadi